It's bad. Anime. Yeah, you know what we're doing. Welcome back. <laughs> we're back. I don't know. Um, I, I'm 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 rejohn. That's re-Rob, and this is rebuild part two. Uh, this time we're talking about the last two rebuild movies we left off. Uh, d- surprisingly, did like fifty-five minutes on the first two for for no reason. Uh, and now um, apparently there was more reasons than we thought. Apparently there were. Uh, I didn't I didn't realize a dinner party would irritate me so much. <laughs> I'm just happy during that entire second movie. I know we're done talking about it, but during that entire second movie, I was so happy because I was like, Ray just wants to have a dinner party for everybody. <laughs> Stupid work getting in the and, way of a work-life balance. And Gendo's being a douchebag, ignoring his son. I'm sure that's going to be the God. worst of what happens. <laughs> Oh, oh, just you wait, because we today are doing Ava 3.0. You cannot redo, but they did. Uh, and then and, and we also, will. and we will, and then uh, Ava 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time. Okay. Um, uh, every time I hear that title, I want to bash my head into something. I'm like, this is it's, so stupid. It's so dumb. Can you just call it four point? Four. It's the fourth movie. Call yeah. it four. Just exactly. call it four, but whatever. Um, let, yeah, well, let's let's it. dive right in. Let's dive right in. I mean, the the 3.0 movie sets us up in kind of a, a very, very different place. So, you know, we talked about the first two movies. We're like, okay, so the first movie is basically the series, but you just yes. get, made it look nice and cut out some things. Second and try to, one try time to make around, it more like cinematic, you know, exactly. try to trim the fat a more little cinematic. bit, make it more of a cinematic experience. Yes. This and it looks one, great. And I assume what happened is Anno had a few too many Evisus one night and and then said, what if we just take Evangelion, throw a bunch of Gundam and Battleship Yamato shit in there for no reason. And I'm just like, but then at that same point, it's probably one of the scenarios like, no, I want to tell Anno no. It's like, okay, what do you want to do? You want Misato to start an anti-nerve military organization you want to throw Shinji in space and in stasis for 14 years. You want to bring back weird tropes from Gunbuster where Asuka's now 30 in a 14-year-old body. You want to do all this, Ano? Cool. Cool. Oh, okay, next production meeting, we're not allowing Ebisu. <laughs> next time, nobody bring cocaine, all right? <laughs> nobody. You're not allowed in. If you bring cocaine. And, and then the, the one guy yeah. in the corner is like, I don't know. We kind of might need that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wait, for him or for us? <laughs> like, wait, at, we this need point, at this point, pass it around. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you've made, you hit all the points, I think, for this movie is that they they went now in a completely new direction as compared to before where they were just kind of toying with the original plot. Last, yeah. The second movie ended with the, as they call it, the near third impact. Right. Um, and sometimes they even... Um, uh make it an acronym at the uh n3i sometimes yeah. they just call it that and i'm like oh so i'm just supposed to all right i mean i do know <laughs> that's what it is but all right fine we're calling it i mean well, that's a well, much much more efficient way than saying three really long words um so that's fine <laughs> it's the same amount of syllables so it accomplishes nothing which is the funniest part it it does do nothing for anybody. you know it saves it saves um, one syllable my bad but still, yes. we're saving a lot of time here. Good on you. And, and this was actually one of the shorter boy, films in the series. So speaking of saving time. It was time, shorter. 
And they did save time in a lot of other ways uh, by uh, doing a 14-year time skip as well yes. uh, through this movie. And I, I believe that they started with like Shinji waking up because they fished Shinji out of an out of the Ava that he's just been in yes. for 14 right. years. And they finally get him and they retrieve him. Um, and then they bring him back to now what is now our home base, which is the Wunder. It's, yep. a, it's a big, big, big boat in the sky but it's like an ava but it has it, a spinal it, cord again and, it's fucking it's fucking if it, it, it's ano playing it too close to his roots and wanting to do the battleship from from battleship yamato it's what it is and i'm just it's, like it's okay that. ano i see you and the inside reminded me a lot of the light base from you know the, you know, the white base from gundam and i'm like okay ano i see you you're having fun i get it I get what it. are you doing what are you doing? <laughs> just, what are you just, doing? Just, the big question is, what are you doing? And then we have Toji's daughter, of all people. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, his sister, I think. Oh, his, his younger sister, sister. Right, his sister. Yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I got confused. Yeah, the sister that was actually... It was... Okay, that was kind of a neat touch to make her a fully fleshed character when she was just a plot point mentioned in the previous series and in the and the, and in the movie. So that, that was, was kind cool. of a... That was a neat touch. Yeah, even I went... Okay, that was nice. That was some nice follow through in the storyline, yeah. you know. That was a nice little something, and I I think that like what they did mm. in this one was put us in uh in uh Wunder, as I said, Wunder or uh, whatever, yeah. uh, with Villa, uh, who is now the counter company to Nerve. To Nerve, yeah. Um, led by Misato. So we're like yep. kind of just thrown into the thick of it all immediately with like a lot a lot of shit's happened in 14 years since the the N3I as they call it. Yep. And Shinji Misato got a cool hat. But she did get a really cool and new glasses <laughs> and they're cool. So she so she so she went shopping. That's one of the big yeah. things that happened. Misato went shopping. Ritsuko got a haircut. Uh yep. so you know there's that too. Um but yeah, it's been like 14 years. The world is in shambles because of the not even the third impact, but the near third impact. And yeah. then Shinji wakes up now in this ship, in this new kind of world that has been yep. uh, destroyed because of him. Uh yep. and then basically the first like I don't know, the first 20 minutes is just kind of understanding what is this world now and like what's going on and you're kind of in Shinji's position where he doesn't know what the fuck's happening and so you don't either and then everybody's yeah. like Shinji just shut the hell up and he's like I yeah, didn't it's, even speak it, it, shut a- the fuck up Shinji and he's like you 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 woke me up what do you want from me <laughs> you could have left me in space in stasis we would have been fine here right like why did you even get me for this and they're like yeah just shut up Shinji <laughs> he's like oh yeah, I guess just, the rationale was he was him to pilot an Ava. Yeah, I guess the rationale was he's too dangerous to be left out there, so they wanted to keep him right. under wraps. I'm sure they give right. they gave him the uh, bomb collar from the Suicide Squad movie. They do, they do. Which like, if he tries to pilot an Ava, he just explodes. His head just yeah, exactly. blows up. They just press um, a button and he goes boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I, I forget the name of that uh, literal device or that uh, storytelling device where they introduce something so they have to use it at some point. Uh, a Chekhov's like, gun. The Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. Yes. Yep. But like when they introduce it and you're like, huh, that's weird. Somebody's head's going to explode. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be Shinji, but they wouldn't do that to their main character. And you're like, but they have to so use we're left that wondering. at some point. Yeah. Yep. Who is that? Um, but Ooh. they have... But they have uh, Shinji, and they're like, yo, don't do anything. Never do. And Asuka's, like, particularly mad at him. She's like, never do anything. And Misato's like, yeah, 
just stay in there. Don't pilot an Ava ever again. And everybody's just really ragging on him. Um, and, 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 and now Mari's you and, like, and, and, and Mari's just there for yeah. TNA at that point. Yeah, li- the, the entire movie, she's just there for, for boobies. And then she's just like, it's okay, Shinji. And Shinji's like, who even are you? Like, yeah, you know? I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure out who you are, ma'am. And the entire time I'm trying to figure out like, okay, so they exp- loosely explain it's the curse of the children that you don't age when you're an Ava pilot. Yeah. So and, I got the serious, I got the serious Gunbuster vibes where like, um, yeah, the main character of Gunbuster, I forgot her name, would she she kept going out you. into space time and she just wouldn't age while everyone else on Earth got older around her. So it brought back that dynamic. So appropriate Gunbuster shout out, hooray! Yeah, but, great, that was fun. Um, but it was yeah, fun. That's something and we're seeing, and seeing fucking Oscar. Can I say? Can I say? Speaking of cool hats, having Oscar uh-huh. in her hat. Being like the tough, grizzled thirty-year-old vet, but she still Man. looks like a fourteen-year-old. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is a bunch of weird fetishes we're combining. I it's don't know how. <laughs> yeah. This is, I don't know how I feel it about really this. Is. It really is. I don't know how to feel. She has the eye patch now too, and that's like a little extra. Yeah. And there's a lot yeah, of the, scenes the, of her the changing. The character redesigns here, like one. they kind of. I know they were trying to emphasize new personality traits in the characters and how they differ from the original series, but some of them got me because they were a little on the nose. With Ritsuko cutting her hair and getting jacked for no reason, I'm like... She got oh. jacked. So it's like they're making her more stern, but like it's a pretty a pretty obvious way to convey it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, guys. Um, I don't know. Maybe... maybe Did I enjoy the attention to detail and the symbolism? Maybe. Did I... Again, did I feel like it was a little too on the nose and a little too direct for Ava standards? Maybe. It's mm-hmm. like a little too obvious a little too anime for my taste but mm-hmm. something this whole something... movie felt that way it was like a yes. little bit of like a it, it was it, it was just a different thing now like as before totally where you was. had like hints of the old and like it kind of felt like an um like an ava fanfic of like oh, uh, totally. a few years in the future and see thank I, you weirdly for... enough yeah oh go ahead I'll just say thank you for mentioning that because that's what Mari is to me. She's someone's really weird yes. OC fanfic character they threw into yeah. the series. And she's and like your said, create hmm. your own character in in Ava or and something like that. Yeah, it's and a self that's her fan character. Yeah, and I, I think I I, I I recognize that and I recognize this, but I, I also weirdly did like this movie for a few reasons. Mm-hmm. The number one reason was Shinji's time with Kaoru because Shinji. Uh, oh, the highlight of the to, film. Because, yeah, I mean, because he's able to escape and, like, he keeps hearing With Ray's the help voice of Ray. for some reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then she, like, gets him out of the Wunder and brings him to Gendo, who is still at yeah. Nerve headquarters. He's got some new cool glasses, yeah, yep. to show that time has passed. Well, also because he has a <laughs> hole in his face. But uh, specifically, yeah, sure. as we know now, it's because they're cool. And, yeah. Um, it's Ray, Kaoru, and Shinji now living at Nair of headquarters. And Shinji's trying to figure out. Mostly abandoned headquarters, yeah. Yes. And Shinji's trying to figure out what the hell happened these past 14 years. What the hell happened with this potential third impact and why he's mm. in this position now. So Misato won't give him answers. So he's he's at his dad's again. He's at old Gendo's again. And I'm uh, trying and now, to figure it out. And now the third movie is where Ray's. Um, kind of raised changes in the second movie started to pay off a little bit because uh-huh. it was it was admittedly a cool contrast when mm-hmm. ray went from more emotional to reverting to less emotional here we kind of led to 
we're, we're trying to figure out the entire time is this another clone of Ray? What's going on here? We don't really right. understand it. So it was a kind of cool payoff here to see Ray being that cold again to Shinji and Shinji mm-hmm. being more so affected by it. Yeah, that was definitely interesting because, it, of course, like, and mm. we, I feel like we could all infer that this was a different Ray clone, that this yeah, wasn't was the clone, original yeah. Ray. And, like, of right. course, it's a new clone. And Shinji thinks it's the original Ray because he doesn't know their clones yet. And, and he's um, going through that internal struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what does she not remember me? Like, am, had, yeah. did I do something wrong? And he's trying to, yeah. you know, he like gives her books and stuff because he's like, oh, you should read books. And she's like, oh, okay. And, no, and they just piled I'm up. Not, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not down with that. So there was a weird kind of like push and pull between them where Shinji was Which I really to liked. create yeah. a relationship and she was like I don't even know who, who you are. are like yeah it, that was pretty cool actually yeah I know that was really nice and then now the introduction of Kaoru is really paid off here so because we got a lot more time with Shinji and Kaoru for them because mm-hmm. now what Gendo is basically telling him is like I got this new I got this new sick Ava but it needs two pilots you're both yeah. going to pilot this thing so yeah. Shinji and uh, Kaoru get to like know each other. There's the pretty cool scene of the two of them playing the piano in like this like, yeah. fucking desolate, like kind of like oh, like blown out section of the Nerve headquarters. And I'm like, okay, there we go. That's that's what I like. That's that's the symbolism yeah. I enjoy. But it's little, it's a little less on the nose. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. It was it was really pretty. I think it was pretty and a well. little more artsy. It had that it yep. had that art house vibe from Evangelion that I've always really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know the entire we, we get some explanation of who Kaoru is. We realize he's an angel, and we realize right. you know, and this is where things get really interesting with Kaoru because we have to ask ourselves several questions here. Because the big question, which we didn't really bring up at the first time for the first two two movies, is where this fits in the Ava timeline. Because at first we thought it was just a retelling. And then it became very clear. It's like, wait a minute. No. Did yeah. Ano pull? Did Ano pull a sneaky? And it, did he put us? Did he make a sequel? Did he not tell us the truth? Because by the third movie is when we start to realize that. Because we realize how aware Karu is of Karu is of everything. It's like, wait a minute. This is getting a little meta here. Yeah, it's a it's it's pretty weird how how many insights Karu has, which like I I like because it adds some yes. mystery to his character. And at intrigue. the same time, it does add some intrigue and like makes him a more like well-rounded character. But also like the thing with Kaoru is yeah. he and Shinji are set to pilot Unit Thirteen, uh, mm. and right, yeah. like they, yeah, and Kaoru is the Thirteenth Angel, um, right? But Shinji obviously doesn't know this yet, uh, no. and they're scheduled to pilot this thing together. And the goal seems to be for them to find Unit One again. And to remove the spears from Unit 1 being the Longinus and Cassius spears from it. Right. And so, as you said, they kind of work on a bit of, like, team building exercises, which kind of reminds me of, like, the original series of Shinji and Asuka. Oh, with him and Asuka, yeah. Yeah, doing team building. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm glad that kind of made its way back a little. I'm glad they they took that plot point back. And now we have the – and now we have – Kind of a couple more hints of of Shinji's old bisexual panic kicking in. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got that severe vibe. I mean, who wouldn't look at look how handsome Kaoru is? He's a pretty boy. He's a pretty <laughs> he's boy. A, he's a pretty, not exactly boy boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like a pretty. Uh, what what do you call it? A pretty uh, Adam or Lilin or I don't even know. I think Adam. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. 
whatever. Well, <laughs> while, while they're like training together, Kaoru's like, hey, Shinji, come with me down this cliff. And Shinji's like, yeah, I'll come with you down a cliff. Why? And Kaoru's like, look at all this. This is all the land that you destroyed. And Shinji's like, what do you mean I murdered people? <laughs> well, it's like, thank you for making me feel like a douche here. Yeah, he really does. And Shinji's like, you mean I killed all these people by piloting at Ava? And he's like, yeah. And, and the funniest part about this is that Kaoru <laughs> seems pretty nonchalant about the whole thing. And Shin and everybody else right at Wunder was like, Shinji, you can never pilot at Ava again. And Kaoru's like, yeah, you know, shit happens. You, you might have killed millions of people and made the world a desolate red blob. But um, yeah, bro, let's pilot this thing together. Just, my just dude. take this yeah. ride with me, my boy. Just take the ride with me. And I guess like the... the, the um, idea of why Shinji will pilot this Ava or why Shinji's interested in piloting this Ava because Karu and him talk about it and Karu basically refers to them removing these spears from unit yeah. one as trying to reset the third impact yes. and trying to make it I don't know just trying to make things better trying to trying reverse to it yeah reverse it yeah exactly um so that's like the main point of why they are going out to do this essentially yeah so that's yeah. that's the main thing and from what I remember, I'm trying to remember how this one. I remember how it ended, but I'm I'm blanking on like the moments beforehand. We get that f nice final battle with with Shinji right. and Karu going, "Let's go get them spears." And was it was it Mari and um, and Asuka going, "We don't want you to have those spears." That's exactly what was happening. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh my god! And yeah, they they really wanted these uh these want they really wanted those spears to make make a nice shish kebab lunch, and shish kebab. Asuka and uh, Mari were not having it. Obviously, they don't want them to get the spears. It's kind of I I don't know. I think they were just like we can't let Shinji fuck anything else up, so we got to stop him from doing this and piloting. Yeah, let's Ava. like let's let's not destroy the world again, please. That's the right. vibe I was getting. And Kaoru, when they get there, weirdly enough, Kaoru's like, huh. That's weird. I didn't expect there to be two spears, I think, is what, what the problem was. Right. Because they originally wanted to remove the spear of Longinus. And then yeah. he was like, that's weird. The other one's not supposed to be here. The spear of Cassius, which I can definitely differentiate because they look so different. They are um, definitely different. <laughs> so different. And he's like, wait, Shinji, we shouldn't, bro. I don't think we should. And Shinji's like, let's go. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shinji wants to get him out because Shinji's like, this is the only way that I can reverse Reset. what I've done and help everything. Yep. And this is the only way that I can redo. But as from the title says, he cannot redo. He he oh no <laughs> oh god so shinji is watching karu get boned by a bunch of ogres essentially. <laughs> <laughs> until he dies yikes uh yeah but back talk to about a different direction jeez ano really went went hard in many ways with this one so many um, so many yebisus are gonna lead to a fun night boys Oh, boy. And so they try to get the spears, and eventually they end up getting them. They fight off Asuka right. and Mari, and mm -hmm. they get these spears. They pull them out. and But it, it appears that that was a mistake because yeah. that then triggers the third impact again, I guess, or yes. the fourth impact. or It's like because they stopped it, but then by taking out the spears, it actually continues the impact that has Yeah, it starts. it starts to continue again. So yeah. Karu realizes what's happening. It's like, uh-oh, we can't do this. 
Yeah. I have to turn myself to goo. Oh, no, he did not deserve the goo. I think, doesn't he take Shinji's neck bomb? Yeah, and... so before they pilot the thing, because, like, uh, Shinji, as we said at the beginning, was given the Chekhov's gun of this, like, neck, neck, yeah. uh, this choker that, um, yeah. you know, made him look, you know, like, like a like a very, very nice emo twink. boy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> emo yeah. twink. And he had to give it, and Karu was like, oh, well, I don't want you to die for piloting an Ava, so I'll wear the collar. And I'll pilot the Ava. And he gets the collar off Shinji and puts it on himself. And I'm like, right. that's weird. Because when you pilot an Ava, it's supposed to explode. Mm -hmm. But it but it doesn't for Karu. Until it does. Until it, yeah, until it does. And then Karu's like, well, that's about it, Shinji. By the way, dude, I'm the 13th angel. And also... I have to kill myself. And Shinji's like, what What do you mean? What? Yeah, what, like, is, what? Karu? Why? Babe. What I mean, Karu. <laughs> yeah, right. And then Karu just, just turns into goo because he explodes his head. And then he dies. And Shinji's like, oh, no. And then the third impact once again stopped. And then Shinji, Asuka, and Mari are just kind of left around. And they're like, whoa, what now? And Asuka's like, well, let's start walking. I mean, that's and that's pretty much the end of that movie. So then we cut to Paris as the next oh, movie yeah. starts. That's right. That's right. Okay, the the, the final movie, 3.0 plus 1.0, does start in Paris, which um, I'm not going to lie. I thought was really cool and <laughs> not that dumb, weirdly enough. Well, I was like, well, it, it, this it, is cool. It's cool when I learned why they chose it. Um, yes. Because there's a significant time gap real world time gap between these two films nine years it took between three and three plus one mm -hmm. because classic ano he fell into a deep state of depression yes yes because as we were saying like where do you go from 3.0 he was asking himself the same question he was like wow i realistically have no idea what i'm doing right now yeah and it's overwhelming the fuck out of me yep yep so a couple of different projects came out for him. He worked under Hayao Miyazaki on something. Mm -hmm. And then to uh, Toho was like, you want to direct the new Godzilla? And then yeah, yeah, Anna yeah. was like, not going to lie. I really want to direct the new <laughs> yeah, Godzilla. Like, yeah, dude. I'm not going to lie. It's like the only thing I've ever wanted ever. <laughs> so he got So he did that. Shin Godzilla, which That's I mentioned right. a lot of the time. And basically Shin Godzilla is just what if Godzilla was an angel attack? The movie. Yeah, pretty much. The same it, it's good. The same musical composer and all that. It was a very cool entry of the Godzilla franchise. It was so cool. different. Some people hated the amount of dialogue, but whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it's, the it's shit a, out of it. How many fucking Godzilla movies do you have? If you don't, whatever. It's not a big deal, everybody. Exactly. You'll get, like, you have other, you have like 20 other movies to watch if you didn't like that one. Don't exactly. worry about so, it. So stop freaking complaining. But anyway, Anno did that. And when once production wrapped on that, he actually reached out to people, including Shinji's original voice actress. Well, mm -hmm. she she always remained the voice actress, Megumi Ogata, I think is the name. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't. I'm going off memory. No he problem. Was like, hey, how would you finish the movie? Which is kind of surreal. You know what I mean? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Asking an actor what to do because fucking Anna was just at his wit's end. He had no idea what yeah. to do because he took he took the series in such a different direction. He did. He just didn't know what to do with himself. He was lost, and of course, the depression kicked in again. So he's really struggling to find a way to wrap up the series in a satisfactory manner. So yeah, nine years is a long time. 
It's a long especially time the, between movies, and, yeah. And this one, especially when the first three came out pretty succinctly, or like one after the other. And but it's crazy though. The fourth one, with the exception of the Paris introduction, which happened because he was visiting, because apparently the composer of Evangelion mm-hmm. and Shin Godzilla and other Anno works, like a musical director, then like composer, he spends half the year in Paris. Mm-hmm. So Anno would bounce back and forth between Paris and was like, boy, I'd really like to have a Paris tribute in the first 10 minutes of the new movie. Oh, cool. So in the first 10 minutes was just more cool shit of Mari destroying like dummy, like the, um, the angel, like the the drones, like the um, yeah, yeah, those like fake, a- those a- fake avas, avas yeah. right? Yeah, those dummy plug avas, the dummy plug avas. So that was cool. Again, Mari's there just to be cool, for lack of a better word. Yeah, just be cool and hot, and just be anime. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, to be anime. And then we yep. cut to Shinji or, or, or the original three. We cut to Shinji, Asuka, and Ray just walking through, uh, like a near desolate area, just because the, the the impact started again. Right, and they're all just saying like, "Wow, Shinji, you kind of fucked this all up again." He's like, "Yeah," oh. <laughs> like, "Well, Shinji." Well, the thing about Shinji in this movie, which I think really brought me back to the first series, was the amount of time Shinji just spent being sad. He spent the first half of the whole movie just being sad, and that was like, I was like, okay, well, you know me. At, at some point, I was like, all right, enough. Like he's got to get, <laughs> he's he's got to do something else in this fucking movie. We only have like enough. an hour left, and he's done nothing. Um, but. I, I kind of get it, and it was a bit more played out in terms of like, all right, you know, he's he, obviously he like murdered millions of people and like did all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, the weight I get of everything it. was like getting to him, which was it's a very lot. nice touch. And this was a two and a half hour movie, the longest of the series by far, mm-hmm. because for the first hour, they just fuck off to like a farm town. Yeah, village three. And, yeah, and that's the first, and that's like the first hour of the film where right. suddenly. We see Toji and the class rep from the original series got married, have kids now. Yep. We learn that Kensuke has been, like, looking after Asuka for a long time. It's like, right. who? What? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. And they bring and Shinji Rei. And then we have Rei. Yeah, and Shinji Rei. And again, we have Rei being, again, once again, played by Amanda Winley. So it was so cool to hear her back, you know, coming back, coming back to the profession just to close out the series. It so was cool. a, such a loving move to like for the fans, and you know we can't thank her enough for it. So the first the first hour, it's just Shinji coming to terms with the, like you know everything that's been going on around him, us learning about Village Three, and Ray, this new version of Ray, connecting to her old memories and relearning what it's like to be human. Yeah, she's helping people farm. She's learning to smile. She's putting you know. She's just being herself, I guess, or finding herself in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's pretty interesting how each of our three main cast members in Shinji and Rei and Asuka approach real life Life. in this new world in a a different way, right? Where you have Shinji mostly sulking the entire time, but also sulking but learning through Toji and Kensuke, like – what it is to live in this new world that has happened exactly. and like farming and like and it seems like their happiness their paradise is like the life that we all currently live uh as yes. compared to the life that they lived in tokyo 3 and stuff like that exactly. so it seems like people are genuinely happier even though at any moment there could be a fourth fourth impact and it would all vaporize you know yes but 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 where they are now they're really enjoying themselves and they like, are you know, living life to their, their fullest mm-hmm. um 
Asuka is just constantly filled with anger that Shinji is not appreciating the gift of life he has. Yes, and that's right. You know, Asuka's mad, but you know that she's stuck in like this current state. She's she's mad that she is, you know, lack of better terms, like you know, in that weird state between mortal and immortality. She's mm-hmm. stuck and she hates it. Yeah, and she sees Shinji groveling and not eating. She gets so mad at one point she force feeds him in a very yep. weird scene. Um, that's a weird scene. Powerful in a way, obviously, because mm-hmm. now I'm thinking more about it, it's like okay. She hates that Shinji's not valuing the gift that she's the gift that he's been given, a second chance at life. Right. You know, these are the people who have helped Asuka up, and she sees it as disrespect that Shinji's like staying depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Asuka's like a kind of a cool representation of the people who approach mental health by yelling, "Be better." You yeah. know. So it's that pretty was much kind that, of yeah. That was cool to see. That was cool to see Asuka, like basically Asuka providing that perspective. Mm-hmm. Right, and not because everybody else is like, oh, like, man, it's like a bummer that Shinji's still depressed. But like, you know, I'm gonna still He'll take him it. around and show him around, yeah. and like, we just gotta be there for him. And Asuka has the cut, has like, comes in like, no, he's a little fucking baby. He's so yeah, depressed. He's a bitch. Yeah, like, yeah. shut up, Shinji. God damn, like, just be a fucking person already. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. Just, just and eat, eat, eat this bread. Eat this damn like bread that looks like halva some for some reason. Yeah, eat, eat it. But it's it, it's yeah. That's pretty much the first half, and I, I think things really only change for him once like Ray dies because Ray. Oh, and I loved oh. Ray Ray's death scene. I yes. loved it. It that's because but you know, to to your point, the first half of this movie is when Ava started feeling like Ava again. Yes, you it know? did. We we got mm-hmm. more. We had more time to let emotions breathe, mm-hmm. and we had Ray going on this wonderful little emotional journey. And the entire time, like she, because she's getting withdrawn from the LCL, she just can't sustain her form. Yeah. And the for the for the uh, previous two movies, she had a black plug suit on, mm-hmm. but before she dies, it reverts to its original white, basically right. saying that you know the memories of the old clone or her finding herself it was a quick symbolism like hey i'm i'm me thank mm-hmm. you shinji for helping me thank you thank you to everyone who helped me find myself again right before she died so she died happy yeah and just shinji crying over the goo was you know it was a yeah. it was powerful and it it stung it felt good to feel sad yeah it was like one of the it first really, times it in, really hurt it was one of the first times in the movie i'm just like this is what i needed in the whole series, See, I'm just like, I am sad now. I feel yep. something. I've been it, taken it was on good. A, I was taken was on a good. journey. I was taken on a journey. You were. And so the first half of the movie, just because I was slow, just like how, um, yeah, slow it was. It, it finally breathed for the first time instead of just all right. action all the time. I loved right. it, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much I needed it. Right. It really worked so well, too, because the reason she died was because she had spent so long away from Nerve headquarters and she could only yep. technically survive uh, when tethered to Nerve headquarters and also getting LCL baths on the reg, I guess. Uh, yes. But she wasn't able to handle it, but she got to experience life, which was so powerful. And like what you talked yes. about, like with her learning to farm and like her changing her clothes and become like meeting friends and learning to take care of like a child. Like it was all like really, really beautiful. And then she died, got, in, ha- got having to experience that. I think like that really helps. Uh, that, that's a really a point I want to hammer home in this specific movie is that yes. the ramp up for the first three movies 
and the ramp up here to a lot of things a little yeah. sloppy but the payoffs mm -hmm. i think were very good um yes throughout the movie and we'll talk right. about that more with like the ending and stuff but mm -hmm. i i generally tend to think with this entire movie series that they stumbled a lot in building but i think they really nailed the finish uh which is well, what i want for ano <laughs> to nail that sure. finish oh, finally oh. well it just also i think it like we touched on is indicative of ano not really sure what he was getting into because right. he started wanting to just do do a retelling of ava then just made it then made an, a new interpretation of this of the story right and that i think is one of those accidents because in since the series this series of films began the water was always red like the lakes mm -hmm. and the oceans it kept cutting to it was red mm -hmm. so i think he realized part way through that he already left these easter eggs in there probably didn't even think about it he just did it mm -hmm. but then he realized wait is this a sequel when he started contextualizing yeah. things in that mindset you can tell and then that's how the rest of the um especially up especially the fourth one when we finally get that conflict between shinji and gendo because yeah. gendo is not given up when it comes to the fourth impact he, when it comes no. to the restart of humanity when it comes to instrumentality all he wants is you we back man yeah and he's like i've never seen this level of down bad in an anime but he mans is like dude has and also he did some wild shit in this one too that yes okay so here's i think where there was disconnect with me in terms of plot and also like some fumbles as i mentioned yes um, so there's some like intricacies throughout this one that are never really never really explained never really talked about mm -hmm. like for example i wrote this down because i was so frustrated by it <laughs> go um, ahead so you know how Gendo just doesn't have eyes anymore and how he just yes. lost his humanity so that he could one day reunite with Yui and he did some like, yes. angel shit to himself, right? Yeah. There is a line that says from Gendo or Ritsuko, maybe when they confront each other or Misato, right. that Gendo has used the key of, now I'm going to butcher the hell out of this, but the key of Nebushandazar to transcend yeah. humanity. Like, what the fuck is that <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck is that like th there were times in this movie where i was like okay you can't you can't just garzi's wing me here where you just bring up random terms that never come up again and you just don't explain them so that yeah. that is what frustrated me about this movie in particular that there were just a mm. lot of things that were said and nothing capitalized upon because like right just a lot of shit that I, they were just like ah you know whatever it doesn't really matter and i'm like but it does you <laughs> and again well, no then lost again, all of his humanity then, for this thing but then again look at the original spirit of the show it's the kind yes. of the um it captures the original spirit of like ah who fucking cares it's like yeah like I what's love... a spear of longinus right like what is that it's a thing we're, we're just go with it i i love that attitude i love that it's pleasant, almost pleasantly dismissive, if I can coin a phrase. It is it pleasantly dismissive. That is a good way to describe it, yes. Or just like, take the ride with us, boys. And I'm like, that's where I was kind of in. I'm like, all right, we have a key. Stupid, you know, if, who knows, if they plot, if Anno had any idea what he was doing with this film franchise, they might have left some seeds earlier on, but it's Anno. So he's going to get really right. excitable and stumble the entire time. Right. So, and then they get love, into like Gendo's like he's talking about the black moon. He's talking he has black Lilith. And I'm like, I don't understand any of this and why it is important. But OK, but all that's right. The thing. That's the thing. In the, in the last hour and a half of the film, it got kind of jumbled plot wise. So like, jumbled. Oh, my God. It got crazy. And they like, really 
they were trying to squeeze, you know, 20 pounds of shit into a five pound bag. It was dense (laughs) as hell. Yep. But again, it reminded me so much of the original spirit of the series of Mm -hmm. just trying to cram so much in at the last minute. So I kind of appreciated it. And next thing you know, somehow it devolves where uh, it's Gendo who now controls. Was it Unit? Was it Unit Thirteen? Like which was basically Unit One but bigger. Unit Thirteen, yes. Yeah, it was just it was just Unit One but bigger. Then Shinji gets in Unit One. They have a fight that destroys the fabric of the movie because it gets so meta where they run through various important like set pieces they run through Masato's kitchen where Asuka and Shinji lived mm-hmm. they legitimately one point break through into Studio Kara itself they yes. start having a fight in the production facility I'm like is this Blazing Saddles it was it reminded me so much of Blazing Saddles and also it reminded me a lot of the original uh, I'm not talking about the movie The End of Ava but the last two episodes of the original yes. series where it all yes. takes place in like this this everybody's mind but it's like in this theater setting of sorts and i thought that was a really cool part like so this fight between shinji and gendo and their conversations during and how gendo at one point during the fight says like you will not be able to overcome me with physical strength we have to like you have to like talk to me and um or like shinji realizes that he has to just talk with his father and relive trauma with his father and talk about their psyches and that this entire sequence no matter how ridiculous and dumb a lot of the stuff was leading up to it was genuinely my favorite part of the entire series it was Mm. so therapeutic it was so it just felt so good to finally see them have a conversation especially when they had that kind of in mind conversation in the anti-universe of like shinji and gendo on that train uh during sunset at that time and they kind of reveal everything to each other and gendo is talking about how he just wants his wife back and maybe that made him oversee shinji's development and shinji as a person it was beautiful and i thought that was the most oh my god it was like euphoric watching it i thought it was sensational that whole part and of course, I thought it was a. It was probably one of the most brilliant touches in the series when they mm-hmm. did it on the train car. Oh That's a thing. man! Yeah. It really Thank like you. gave I me for- goosebumps. I forgot about that shot because if I remember correctly, didn't like the music just kind of cut out and it was just yeah. quiet. It did. That mm-hmm. see, that's the atmosphere that I needed yep. from this entire fucking film series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then once yep. they actually sit down and have the conversation, eventually Ray and Shinji come together. And they talk about a world without Avas. Yes. And this is a, a subtle plot point they build up throughout the fourth film. Because at one point, to go to backtrack a little bit, just to convey this point properly. In a, in a good move they tied to the second film, um, Shinji apologizes to Asuka when Asuka was trapped inside of um, Unit 3. Mm-hmm. And Shinji couldn't decide whether to kill her or not. Um, right. or, kill, or like destroy the angel or not. She right. just apologize for his indecisiveness and realize how much, how much turmoil the world went through because of him and his indecisiveness. Mm-hmm. And Asuka accepts the apology and made some some allusion to Shinji finally growing up. Yeah, and that's the thing. No other, I've never experienced this in other media 
where it's so personally tied to the creator and what they're going through mm-hmm. because the end with Gendo and Shinji and Ano said in interviews it was so tough for him to finish the series because he felt more like Gendo now than Shinji. Wow. So it the whole thing, the whole end is really just Ano coming to terms with himself and who he is and yep. who, his development as tied to the series because his life changed so much from the original mm-hmm. TV series to the end of the fourth film. It's it's him coming to terms with who he is and being and finally growing up and just accepting who he is now as like yeah. a as an older gentleman. And the the moment where it got me really hard and I realized everything that was going on is when Shinji's plan comes to fruition. Like you know we're we're now going to exist in a world without Ava's, and they say goodbye. <laughs> Yes. Where in the in the plot of the film, it's them saying goodbye to the Evangelions, the things that's protected us from the angels and so right. forth, and try to save the world, or sometimes came close to destroying it. But it was Anno saying goodbye to his baby. Yeah. Saying, like, there's nothing more I can do. You've been with me my entire adult life. I'm, I've grown because of you. I'm a new man. I've right. helped so many people through this journey. He was saying goodbye to his baby. Yeah. And once... Mm-hmm. And... W- as someone who came on to Evangelion very close to the time of this film, it even hit me really hard because I went through my own emotional journey. And mm-hmm. I, whenever I, whenever, because, you know, as someone who suffers from depression himself, whenever I go through spurts, somehow I'll wind up back to Ava somehow. I'll rewatch End of Ava. A scene will play in my head. Some of the points I've made about, some of the, actually the podcast we did in End of Ava, some of the points I made there, I talk about it. And so it hit me very powerfully just Ano going through this emotional journey over how many years and just finally saying goodbye and thank you. It's like, yes, fuck you, Ano. Stop <laughs> making me cry. Stop making me a grown ass man cry at your cartoon. Yes, it was. It was. Um, I I have to say, mm. uh, throughout right, obviously like something I referenced before. Like there are a few things that were. A little wonky about this one, right? Um, mm. The idea of like Misato has a lot ha- wonky. He has a lot wonky. Misato has a son with Kaji uh, now in this movie, who she um, kind of abandons, and she commits suicide in order to give uh, Shinji. The, I also wrote this down: uh, the Lance of Galus uh, to rewrite yeah. the world. All that stupid. Didn't get it. Whatever. Ah, um, ah. But, but. That fucking Hideki Anno, yeah. from what we talked about in the first part of this of this series, mm-hmm. he fucking stuck the landing. He yes. finally stuck the landing. After Neon Genesis Evangelion, budget wasn't there. Things didn't add up. End of Evangelion. People still were unsatisfied. He was unsatisfied. Yep. This time, didn't exactly know what the hell he was doing all the time. And that read on screen. But at the he end... Fumbled. He pulled it together to give us a good ending, and it was a genuinely good ending. The only part about it that was a little weird was the Shinji getting together with Mari. But I do like what the scene looked like, if that makes any sense, at the very, very last scene. Yes, the very, very last scene, and they, like, leave the train station, right? They meet each other, and you know what? Mari, fine. Not not the go-to character for me to think that Shinji should end up with, even if he should end up with anybody, but at that scene, 
I liked it. I thought it was fine. Mari, I was like, whatever. She's a character. She's just basically and, a tool in this plot yes. device. And Shinji is a man now. And he and her, and he has just learned about all these things like love and being himself and mm -hmm. being open and finally having a partner yeah. of some kind and just being comfortable yeah. in his own skin, being able to joke around, being able to talk, and then also just being in the real world, which I feel like is a very contentious part of this movie about them coming out being animated characters, but in a real life setting. But it really, really ties nicely to the end of the series. And, well, and also, and you know, Ava. you. Do you know why that's emotionally significant? Like where it was shot? Oh, at that train station. Yes. Where? What? Which? Which train station? It's Otto's hometown. Oh, it's hometown. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, it, it's one of those first circle things. Like I've come even home. Even better. You know. Yeah, of course. Yes. It's, whenever Anno does anything, I always assume there's some degree of meta involved. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, how how full circle can you be? It's like I am full again. So I have returned mm -hmm. home in a lot of ways. So. The literal home, yes, he says hometown, and also finding himself. That's the parallel yeah. there. Mm -hmm. God, he makes me think too much. <laughs> this man makes me think a lot. Um, I also want to this mention before we before we give some like final thoughts, I, I do want to yeah. mention that during that scene that you were talking about with Ray and Shinji, uh, mm. when they're talking about creating a new world free of Ava's, um, yeah. Ray is like, yeah, Neon Genesis. And Shinji's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, they said the title of the show. And, but, but, but you remember how brilliant it was? Because in the background, on one of the screens, it was playing screenshots from the original yes. TV series. So good. So, so it, good. It's full circle like that. And before it ended, we saw the oceans finally turn to blue again. Yes. Mm -hmm. We finally got that closure on that arc. And now yep. the whole thing is the question in everyone's head is like, because apparently at one point Anno said the Ava, the Ava storyline is a circle. So, so basically what people have theorized and there is signs of it here that this whole play, this whole thing took place after the original third impact as seen in the end of Ava. Mm. And this whole thing was basically reality resetting. And then this oh. is, this was them actually tying up all the loose ends from the original Evangelion. So the whole thing mm -hmm. starts with the TV series goes to end of Ava, goes to the first rebuild, and goes all the way around back to when it actually finishes now. Wow. Because Anno just said, like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. It's like, Anno, you didn't plan any of this. You, like, you didn't plan it. We know that you... <laughs> you miraculous moron. You just... But whatever. Just, yeah. But it, it's just... And now it's something for people to think about to the end of time. It's like, how much of this was pre-planned? Was it always supposed to be circular? Was it always supposed mm -hmm. to be whatever the fuck this was? Right. And... Mm-hmm. It was a lot. It was four films as a series. It's a lot to digest. But let's try to do that right now. Let's talk about let's it a it. little bit. So, Bouncy, I got a quick, very quick question for you. Yes. Yes. Would you call this series of films bad? No. Okay. Um. No. Because many reasons. I think when you, mm. it's impossible. It's impossible and very difficult to separate these movies from the original series. It's impossible oh, not of to compare. Of course it's possible, yeah. It's yeah. very, very hard to take them as just an individual line of work. Right. And an individual line of art. Because, mainly because we know that series, but also because Anno himself. Like, it's it's a very, yeah. very difficult thing yeah. to separate 
him from his creation it's in part any of the iteration journey. of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's part of his journey too. Yes. And I think um, there are moments in this movie series when I was frustrated. Um, mm -hmm. There are some things that I think were not done as well as I would have liked them to be done, considering mm -hmm. mostly character development of Asuka, I think, is a main pain point. Yes. Big one. Um, I think that's probably one of the biggest pain points. Um, the explanations, I'm happy they included some explanations, but I, I don't. I think they were rather hollow and they, it wasn't yes. capitalized on. But as you yeah. said, and I agree with, like that's not what Ava's about, and like that's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. Misato's son arc did really kind of nothing for me. Um, no. Asuka being a clone, just weird, yeah. but I, I kind of liked it, weirdly enough, but I, I didn't yeah. like it more than yeah. Asuka original, having her yeah. character arc, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mari is an odd pain point that's just like, she's just there to, as we said, make it more mm -hmm. anime. Um, mm -hmm. But I think the the pros very much outweigh the cons. Um, and that's why I, I can't consider it bad, because it, it didn't butcher anything as far as i'm concerned except for maybe mm -hmm. as we said oscar but it, it yeah. didn't really butcher butcher anything but it built on something that was already made and made it i think yes. more fun to watch in ways more mm. accessible for a lot of people and also right. i think it paid it off beautifully in the end uh if it didn't if it kind of missed that payoff because i thought it was because in the lead up in the last yeah. movie i really thought they were going to flub the ending but yeah, they pulled it they together didn't. and just made made that shit salad, and it tasted good. Um, sure. And yeah, and I, I think I, I can't call it bad. And if I were to go the opposite, I will call it really good. I don't think I could mm. ever rewatch it, but I think it was good. Sure. Okay. Well, now Rob, uh, give me give me your thoughts, because as we said at the very top of this whole thing, yeah. Um, you may have not been as sold on the rebuilds as you were on the regular mm. series. And oh, I, yeah. I guess another question for us is, are mm. the rebuilds better than the original series? Or are they, is it a completely, is it a, even a hard thing to answer in that regard? Oh, for me, it's a very easy question. No, it's not fucking better than the original series. No, okay. it, it, when okay. people say that, I still think that's absurd. I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just do. Mm -hmm. um, the rebuilds are an interesting case study. Um, before this conversation, I wasn't sure how I was going to answer that question if they were bad or not because as someone who was so tied to certain character arcs and moments and developments in the original series, I had a lot of problems with – I had a lot of problems with the second and third one. I really did. Yes. Uh, the second one, um, there's a little too much fluff in there for my liking, you know, them going to like the water treatment facility – and just kind of hanging out and like, yeah, isn't this fun? Yeah. You know, the yeah. Ray being a little too emotional. I get it, you know, because it made the juxtaposition hit a little harder. But it and some of the, even, even some of the animation of the second one leading up to the like before well before the finale, I felt there was too much whimsy going on. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it was it was a little too. I don't know. It was a little too close to Anno's roots. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It yes. lost some of its identity. And the third mm -hmm. one, again, like I said before, it definitely lost the identity when he tried to make mm -hmm. it another fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. The stuff with Kaoru in the third one was good. It That felt very Ava in nature. And then the scenes with uh, Shinji giving Ray the Ray the books that I enjoyed as well. Mm -hmm. But 
for the that the the middle of this series, I just it, I felt like Ava lost its soul and it lost its purpose, and I can mm-hmm. understand why Anno fell into depression because he probably realized what am I doing? Yeah, what mm-hmm. am I doing? I think he just got way too caught up in everything. Because let's face it, also I, as someone who's a huge fan of Oscar, I feel like her character was fucking butchered. Yeah, and the clone thing, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was stupid. Mm-hmm. It, it was a hat mm-hmm. on a hat. We already had that same exact fucking storyline with Ray. Yeah, Asuka's you're right. Thing. It was cool if you really dig deep and think that this was a sequel and if you interpret this Asuka as a different character, you know? Yeah. You can mm-hmm. interpret it as that, but that's a lot of extra legwork that you as an audience member have to do to make the to draw the conclusion yourself, not go off what the film series was giving you. Right. Um so if you're a fan of Asuka, the rebuilds are not going to do a lot for you. They're not. Um, yeah. And that Shinji, is unfortunate. Shinji here, you know, it, in this in this series, the line between Shinji, Ikari, and Hideaki Anno got even more blurry than they already mm-hmm. were. So mm-hmm. it got confusing in the first two. It's like, okay, Anno, what are you what are you doing here? What are you trying to do? Yeah. Um, and the accessibility thing, look, I get it. Some people want things a little more explained. I get it. But, um, when it, when it happens at the sake of immersion, that's when I get disappointed, you know, mm-hmm. when it just, someone like the exhibition stuff in the second and third, the second is particularly the second movie didn't really feel natural to me. It felt like it, they, it felt like a check, a couple of checklist scenes, Mm-hmm. Scenes mm-hmm. they felt like they had to include to be accessible, to give people like the Iggy and be like, okay, we know you guys don't understand it, so here it is a little more spelled out. To your right. point, it didn't really serve a purpose because in the fourth one, they fucking introduced the key of Nagabutsar or whatever. Yeah, it just didn't matter, right? That's the thing. It didn't matter because I think they lost the plot here. It's like, hey, no one came here for the exposition. No one needs the – like no one came here for the lore. Right. I know a lot of people really obsess over the lore, and I get it. I totally do about being so taken with a franchise. You want to learn more about it, but that's not personally why I'm into Ava. So the second and third ones really got me and really annoyed me, and I mm. didn't enjoy them. The first one was fine. The first one was just the first six episodes of Truncated. Yeah, if just anything, a retelling. My, my only problem with the first one is you lost the atmosphere a little bit. Mm-hmm. You lost mm-hmm. a little tension. You lost a little bit of emotion in it. It yes. just felt... It felt too sped up. You know, it just needed to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the yeah. fourth one probably saved a lot for me because of all the emotional uh, they packed in the fourth one. Yeah. Um, if, if, if it wasn't for the fourth one, I probably would have called this series bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I completely understand t- that. Yeah, I definitely would have called it bad. Why am I missing words? No, if it wasn't it, for the fourth no, one carrying this That makes this a lot fucking, of sense. Yeah, this would it have really been bad. It, it, it really did carry it. It really did carry it. It totally did. Um, the the but second it, and third I'm, ones I I thought weren't like offensively bad to me at yeah. least, but I I, yeah. I did just think they, they they diverted and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't, and I I think I just didn't really know what the goal was anymore. Uh, of, here's the thing up of Ava. up until the fourth one, the second and third, I, I didn't think they were horrible. I just thought they were pointless. Yeah, mm-hmm. very up meandering. Until, up, up, yeah, up until up until the fourth film, I thought the whole rebuild series was pointless. Mm-hmm. And yep. 
if it wasn't for the great emotional conclusion towards the fourth one where Shinji and Gendo really sorted out their emotions and if it was and for Ano just basically laying his entire heart on his sleeve and pouring out his guts all over screen like that I would have called the entire series not bad but pointless mm-hmm. and honestly I that still might be my answer mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. bad at all seeing the the like you know the modern more computer generated um animation here with a very high budget was cool yeah. seeing the avas do more cool ava shit was cool it was nice and it was fun but again i'm never going to need to rewatch this ever mm-hmm. it was a great mm-hmm. emotional conclusion to the series yeah I and agree. it really hit it really hit home but The, I know I'm going to be a hypocrite because I've said in the past that you can't rely exclusively on an ending to save a <laughs> property or save a show. But you know what? This one, it just did. And that's the, that's the thing. I might have to re- reanalyze some my takes from on previous anime and all of previous media in general because I'm saying this. But it's true here. The ending with Shinji and Gendo and Shinji going through all of this, the Ray stuff was, like, was also a great emotional um emotional full circle arc as well the ending saved this for me calling it bad Mm -hmm. i so i can't call it bad on that front i do think see i can't still shake the feeling of this whole series kind of being unneeded you know was the emotional conclusion cool yeah but you got to sit through a lot of meandering nonsense to get there so As a sequel to Evangelion, I think it was, you know, good enough. Not bad. That's just how I'm going to leave it right there because I'm I'm stumbling over my emotions here. It's not bad. It's not. But, you know, there's a lot wrong with it. Not bad, but there is. flawed, possibly pointless. It is flawed. It feels pointless at times. Um, but, but at the end of the day, I, I think this... The only one of these movies that I would ever watch again is the last one because no, of, course. of course of just how well it did, especially in the last hour and a half of like making me happy and making yes. a series and making something that I know the creator of is very proud of seeming proud of that. See, that's a big thing. That is a and very that's, big thing. That's like th- that was to me the whole point of the rebuilds was Anno make to Anno be happy. satisfied. Yes, to be yeah. satisfied with what he did and what he has done. And mm. I think it's a, it was a tough road to get there, and it shows. Yeah. But in the end, I I, I have to he say it. that it, he did it. He did it, and I think I was really pleased with it. At the end. Um, yeah, and that, that's that's it. I mean, I, I, I think I'm a little more... I liked it a little better than you did, I think. Yes, um, yes, definitely. But I, I still am in that camp of like, okay, I get where it was definitely pointless. My points yeah. of contention may be a bit different from yours, and we, we do have right. differences there, of course. But yes. at the end of the day, we can agree that the, the middle two movies were rather silly and pointless, and yes. then he really yes. saved his ass with the last one. <laughs> It, it totally saved the entire series. It really yeah. did. So yeah. good on Ano for finally sticking the landing. So I'm proud right. of him. I really am. And I'm proud that he can move on. Me too. And, you know, basically put a huge part of his life 
to bed. Be like, okay, right. I'm good. I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I, I focus never, on other things. I never think we do not need ever again any media related no. to Ava. We do not need it anymore. He can finally. It's almost as if if he died, but he can finally rest. I, th- I think. Yeah. Like, and now he can do all the fun shit he wants to do. Like he's directing exactly. the new common. He's directing the new common Rider movie that's coming out next year, and cool. I can't fucking wait for it. Good for him. Yeah. They they just started they just started another common Rider series on uh, on Amazon Prime. So I watched I actually watched the first two episodes right after I rewatched some of Ava. Cool. And yeah, we might have to talk about it. We might. There we go. Because we can live yeah. action it, baby. It's a live action because it's a they ripped off a lot of anime we've seen. <laughs> oh, good. There we go. Well, so I mean, I, I guess that's, that's, that's a fun the, little that's, that's a fun little teaser. See, we're having fun here because that's what I don't want. Yeah. And now we're that's what, and now that's we're talking about all the dorky shit he would talk about if he was here. There you go. And yeah, that's it. That we that's the rebuilds, baby. We talked about all four movies in two hours. Pre- I can't, I still can't believe we spent so much time on the second movie, but we we did it. I, we I, did I it, boy. Shocked. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and that's it, baby. Uh, we'll we'll see you next time. Um, rejoin us for another retelling of a of a reanime that you you like. Thanks. Bye. Hilu. It's bad. Wow. Oh my God. What a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss simple equations podcast network